Welcome to the Trading Raw Stories Podcast. I'm Rita Pirat, the host with the most inspiring stories that you ever did hear. Back in the day when the day was back, I was known as the juicing queen. I became raw vegan overnight after watching a documentary called Food Matters. Changing what I was putting in and on my body didn't just make me lose weight and have great skin, it gave me mind clarity, more energy, and over time made me so self-aware and intuitive that I vibrate on a higher frequency and level of consciousness that's turned me into a manifesting queen. I've lived like nine lives and have amazing stories to share that may inspire you to finally leave that toxic guy you're with, quit that miserable job you hate, start that business you've been talking about forever, and at the very least, you'll probably start saying yes more often and eat more vegetables. I'm your tell it like you need to hear it and make you do it, sister from another mister. I've lived quite the life and have stories for days that have inspired women to transform their lives in real big ways. So I created this podcast to share my insane and unbelievable stories with the world to reach whoever needs to hear them. I'll bring on inspiring humans to trade stories with me, and I'll even have some live coaching sessions with listeners calling in. You're here because you were meant to find this podcast, this community, these raw stories. There are no coincidences. Everything happens for you, not to you, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Raw Stories podcast. I'm so glad you're here. It really makes me so happy to do this. And I am kind of loving this beginning part before I actually play the recording of the um, episode, like the actual trading of the stories with someone, because it's kind of cool to update you on what's going on in my life. Like, do you want to know about that stuff? Like, oh, guess what? My birthday's on November 30th and I got a yacht. What? Like, that's crazy. And so, oh, and there's this guy that I'm dating that we're on date number six. Like, how did that happen? He just snuck his way into my life. Like, I was not looking for anything and I'm still not. So if you're listening to this, get away, go away, stop. (laughs) Just kidding. By the way, he wants me to call you guys my Rita's Pitas. Like, what? I don't know. Are you vibing with that? Like, hey, Pitas. Hey, how are my Rita's Pitas doing? Like, no, right? Like, he's crazy. And he wants to do an episode with me. And we actually were talking about coming on to share the story because it's funny. Like, I met him on Hinge and our first date was dope. And our sec every date has been really dope. And so we want to come on and like share the story. And I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Let me know if you guys want to hear the the story, the, the hinge dating stories. <laughs> that would be so funny. All right. Anyway, so this new episode that I have for you is so cool because the person, the guest is my life coach. <laughs> How cool is that? We actually get into it a little and she kind of starts to coach me on accident. It's really funny. She's actually an emotional intelligence and confidence coach for heart-centered women She helps women overcome self-doubt and take action toward their dreams. So in this episode, we talk about how she transitioned from a nine to five and knew that coaching was her calling and how she overcame her fear of money and different types of blocks and how she decided that she was she really needed to change and getting unstuck and all the things. And it's really, really good. I urge you to listen and listen all the way through. And you know what else? I ask her so many questions in how she's sharing her story to get to the root of how you're feeling and how you're thinking 
and to relate it to your life. So it's kind of like a coaching session for you, really. It really is. I'm really excited for this. You guys are going to love her and love this. And she has the cutest Italian accent I've ever heard in my life. So let's dive right in. Let's welcome my life coach, Ellis DeBona. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like seriously, I've seen you so many times on Zoom that it's a natural occurrence for us because you are literally my life coach. Yes. So excited. I actually feel like it's a normal coaching session. So I'm trying to go back to you asking questions instead of the other way around. <laughs> so no, yeah, you're not coaching me this time and it's not even a coaching call, but it feels like it should be, right? Exactly. It's so funny. I love it. So, okay, let's catch up. What have you been up to? What are you working on? Um, I've just been coaching women. That's what I do. And the past few months has been quite intense. I saw that um, what I'm noticing is a lot of women are finding this new passion and these new things that they want to follow through when they're seeing a nine to five and they can't, they're scared to do it. And so I feel like called to share my story and tell them what I've been through so they can kind of overcome that fear. Yeah. And you help them overcome self-doubt and take action toward their dreams to make their dreams a reality. So that's literally what you do. So today I want to talk about the self-doubt, where that comes from, how you overcome it, and figuring out what your purpose is, what your calling is, and how to start taking action toward those dreams to make their dreams a reality because you were in a nine to five job, right? You were a financial analyst and then you created a coaching business. Yeah. So let's, let's start there. Yeah. There is so much. Literally, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> do we have to <laughs> I keep it short? I do actually. I do. <laughs> my, co my uh, recordings with, with people tend to be over an hour. So yeah. it just happens like the raw conversation. It just like carries over and it becomes so beautiful that it's like, I'm not stopping this magic. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll start with my story and then I go down to where the self-doubt is because my story will tell like where the self-doubt was and um, so for me it was really like um, being in corporate of course my background is that I'm Italian you can probably tell from my accent moved from um, Italy to Australia as an accountant finding myself in Australia I was spending a lot of time on my own because of course I didn't have any family and friends I was still building a new life and I was really realizing that I didn't like what I was doing every day, you know, I just didn't like it. And I was very confused of what is my next step is going to look like. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't like, um, I didn't like where I was. I didn't feel fulfilled. And every day it felt like, am I really supposed to be doing this with my time? Like my time is quite important. I'm not going to be 27 years old two times in my life, right? And you're not going to be 28. You get one shot at a time. And is this really what I want to do? Is this really how I want to spend my time? Is this really like my time and my energy as a value? So I really didn't know. I just knew that I was struggling. That's all I knew. And what I did is I just took like little step by little step following the crumbs and one crumb at a time, it all lined up for me. Um, in a such a beautiful, like the universe does, right? But when you're in it, you can't really see it. Right. You, I can see now, look back and see, oh, look at it. It was all lined up for me. Mm -hmm. One step after the other. I just have to make that little step 
but when I was in it, clearly I had no idea. Okay, I was so going. I a couple of things stood out to me. First of all, holy shit, you moved from Italy to Australia. That's huge. That's a really big, scary change that most women would not do. Like I've moved from Chicago to Arizona, Arizona to New York, New York to California. Like I've made moves myself and started from scratch where I didn't know anyone, didn't have anything or anyone, right? Like a lot of my moves, I didn't even have a job yet or a place to live yet. And it all falls into place, right? You just take inspired, scary action and surrender and, and expect it to work out. And it does. So for you to go from Italy to Australia, that's huge. We want to know about that. I'm sure people are curious. And then um, you didn't know what you wanted to do, but you felt like you weren't fulfilled. So paying attention to that feeling, that's big. I want you to talk about that. And then you, like something that I say to women that I coach is when they're in toxic relationships. And even when you were coaching me, I found myself to be in one, like it was magic. It was beautiful. And then it turned toxic. And for me to talk to you every session, it made me realize more and more and more like, holy shit, do I want this to be my life? And the same thing outside of relationships for you, like, do you only get one life? Do you want this to be your yeah. life where you're in a job that you're not happy in? Your feeling, your soul is like, I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. This sucks. Do something about it. Don't just stay in the discomfort. Like, don't get comfortable with the discomfort. That's not living. And then you said, follow the crumbs. Like you're following the crumbs and it all lined up for you one crumb at a time. And then looking back, you're like, wow. I see those crumbs now. So can you tell us um, anything out of what I just said that stood out to you the most that you want to respond to? Because I know that was like 50 things in one. But what were the crumbs? Like looking back, tell us like what were the crumbs? Like how did they connect? How did it all happen? Yeah. So I feel like the first crumb was probably from Italy to Australia. So that was probably on point. And um, what I found like I, this was very funny, like, I was probably um, 14 years old and my mom has three brothers. The youngest brother um, is the one who made the move from, he moved first when I was like very little from mm -hmm. Italy to England and then he went from England to Australia. And I truly remember that one day my grandma rocks up and say, your uncle has moved to Australia. And I thought, Australia? I want to go there. I want to be there. And wow. I was so you felt lit up from it and you knew that that was like, I need to do this. I need to go there. I need to visit. I need to see it. It sounds so cool. I was yeah. so pumped up by it. And then I remember that I was in uni and he came for a wedding and I said, hey, I want to move. What do I need to do? Tell me. And he said, like, find one of the big companies if you are like in, a, in accounting, like one of the big four and ask for a transfer. That's the easiest way for you to do it. And I was mm -hmm. like, no worries, I'm going to do it. Like six months later, they come to uni, big four. They say, we are hiring. I apply, I get the job. And then like a year later, I say, okay, uncle, I'm ready. I'm going to come to visit, come to Australia. And guess what? One of his best friends works at my same company. And mm -hmm. I say, can you please apply for a transfer? And they were like, yeah, of course. I applied, got the transfer. One month later, I'm here. Once wow. I got here, though, I know, like, it's like, it, it was there. It was already lined up. Like, this was meant to happen. Not any other way. Um, right. When I was in, in the job, the accounting job, which, you know, you come to Australia, you feel, oh, it's going to be so exciting. Yes, the first six months, everything is new, first year. 
Second mm-hmm. year, I really like, uh, um, I was struggling, like I was feeling it in my body, in my chest. And for me, starting with a research for happiness, I was like, I just want to be happy. And I looked for, a, I went to a therapist first. I just got to a point with therapy in which I knew what happened. I just didn't know to change my life. I was like, I don't need to talk about my past. I just need to know how the heck am I going to change and get to my future, right? I know my past. I don't need to sit here and spend hours talking about my past. I just want to move into my future, which I think is amazing. Yeah, that's big. That's I don't know anyone that goes to a therapist and says, hey, you know what? I don't want to talk about my past. I want to talk about my future. But in a sense, you kind of have to get to know your past to understand who you are and why you are the way you are to then make changes and impact your future. But taking the the initiative to start to research literally how to be happy. <laughs> that's amazing. Like you've inspired me now to like be like, oh, you know what? everything that I'm thinking about doing that I'm staying, I'm feeling stuck in like, Oh, I need to hire someone to do my website. I don't know how to do this. This is hard. I don't know how to do that. All it takes is researching and spending, dedicating time to learning something new or figuring out what the solution is to your problem instead of staying in your problem and complaining about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Take action and action gives you clarity. So, um, yeah, like I said, therapy, I just want to make sure that we all know, like, therapy is great. I don't want to, and it was great for me. It gave me a lot. It just got to a point in which is not what I needed anymore. I needed mm-hmm. to move towards my future. I, I heal. I look at those wounds and I saw, okay, I knew I, I just need something different. And I found my a life coach who was probably the scariest investment I ever made. I remember spending $5,000 in a personal development course, literally having like blind, no idea of, what is it going to be? What is going to take me? Is this going to work? Who the heck is this guy? Why am I doing this? I just knew inside of me that it was like, do it. Just do it. Yeah. Just do yeah. it. So like, investing in yourself is, is really the thing that changed everything for you or else you'd probably still be where you were. Maybe you wouldn't have even moved to Italy or from Italy to Australia. And then taking that action to getting a therapist, to doing research on finding how to be happy, how to change your life. And then, t- like you said, action with, with taking inspired action, that's where clarity comes from. You have to get out of your head and actually do something and then see how it makes you feel when it happens versus trying to play the scenario in your head. Exactly. <laughs> you actually have to feel it. How long when we were coaching together, how many times did I talk about doing my podcast, doing my podcast, doing my podcast? And how many times did you tell me, okay, you're going to record the first episode. And I didn't do it every single time I had an excuse. I didn't. Do you remember? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I I I never did it. I know. And then now that I've done it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm addicted to it. I have so much fun. It lights me up when I'm in the moment, like five minutes before jumping on with you. I was like, I just want to go to sleep or I just, I'm tired. Oh, do I have to do this? And then you get on and I'm like, oh, I love this. It's so much fun. It lights me up. Like it's, you feel it. That's what lights you up. You have to feel it, figure it out. And the only way you figure that out is by doing the thing that you, whatever it is for you, you have to actually try it take action, do it, and then see how it makes you feel. Does it feel um, like you have more resistance to it? Does it feel light? Does it feel good? Does it feel heavy? Like that's how you figure it out. 
And I remember even when, if we talk to you for a moment, when you say that you actually broke up, you came to me and was like, I feel lighter, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I knew that we went in the right direction, that this is where mm -hmm. you had to go because you literally felt, I feel lighter. And it mm -hmm. was the same for me. I was terrified by this investment. I was terrified by making the jump. I just knew that I had a money back guarantee, which kind of cooled down my ego because and my fears because like, worst case scenario, I get my money back. Right. And I was like, so there's really no risk. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, what do I have to lose? Like, I'm unhappy, right? I just need to learn how to love myself. That's what he said. You need to learn how to love yourself. It's like, okay, fine, show me because clearly I have no idea where to start from. Yeah, you have to do something about it. You can't just stay in it and complain or not feel happy and complain about not being happy. You have to do something about it. So yeah, and then you're right. When when we were coaching together, um, it's funny how it started with like business coaching and then it turned into like relationship coaching because anytime we sat down to talk, I was like, I don't want to talk about my business or my podcast or what I should do next and on my journey. I literally am dealing with this thing that's clouding my, my light, that's dimming my light, that's making me miserable, making me not want to do anything else other than fix this problem, right? And so once I finally got to the place where I was like realizing what was dimming my light, the environment I was in was toxic. Every day I woke up to negative things. Like even my, my environment changed so much that I would wake up in the morning and right away the news was on. When I lived alone, the news is never on, period, like ever. But every morning I woke up, boom, news going. Throughout the day, news. At the end of the night, news. Like my awareness started to be flooded with negative things. Forget mm -hmm. being treated poorly by him. Like, forget that. It was like my awareness was flooded with negative things. But anyway, so yeah, so once I left, I did feel light. I felt like oh, I could yeah. breathe. And we spend so much time deciding what, what is the right thing to do. Is it stay or is it go? Is it stay or is it go? But like inside you, you knew, right? It was the same. You knew. Inside you know, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of answered your question about self-doubt. Self-doubt comes from not trusting the voice inside you and not taking that little step that will give you clarity. Because mm -hmm. once you once you take that step, you will know, you will feel it in your body. Self-doubt comes from going out of your head and going into your body. And that's how you know. You base it on your feelings and not on your thoughts. And that's how you get out of self-doubt. Wow. I love that. Oh my God. Okay. So wait, you said self-doubt, you get, you, you base it on your feelings, not what's in your head. So yeah. you, you, t you take a step and listen to the voice that's encouraging you instead of the voice that's talking you out of it. And then you take the action and see how you feel based on your feeling, not based on your thoughts. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I love that. Holy shit. That's good. Oh my God. I want to get that tattooed on my forehead so I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh my God. That's such, that's money right there. Because I know that's the one thing that women struggle with is self-doubt. Like it's yeah. imposter syndrome. It's not believing we're good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, skinny enough. And holy shit, as I'm saying this, my battery on my computer is 44%. 44 is my number. Do you remember? Yeah. The oh my. Yes. Ah, this is crazy. It's it's like oh, I'm in alignment. Of course I am, darling. 
So yeah, so women struggle with this voice. There's these two voices. There's the self-doubt, the ego, right? That's like trying to keep you safe and small and not step outside of your comfort zone. It's like, stay right here. You're good right here. Even though you're not good, it's a familiar good, right? Yeah. And then and then they have to take action toward whatever it is and the universe will provide. It's like, hey, hey girl, I got you. Just just come come this way a little bit. Just Just, just a little bit. Take one step. I got you. Surrender. Trust me. Let's go. Yeah. Like one little I'm step so- at a time. You know, you know, you don't have to have like, you don't have to be a big plan. One step at a time. Feel better. Yeah. That's what I knew. Feel better. Feel better. Feel better. Find mm-hmm. it. That's what Gabby says too, right? Like choosing the next best thought. Like you can't go from being super crazy depressed and wanting to kill yourself to farting rainbows and being extremely happy. Like you have to take the next step closer, the next best thought, the next logical, not logical, but next action that can get you to where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. So how can we, oh wait, where were we in your story? We're talking about following the crumbs. So the crumbs started with moving from Italy to Australia and then the job. Hiring a coach. Yeah. Hiring a coach. And then I got there, I guess, through amazing transformation. I discovered life coaching and I'm like, oh my God, I want to be a life coach and mm-hmm. keep going deeper in my journey and getting all that you need, you know, all your stuff in order, studying more, being more, be like, yeah, great. So doing your job by day um, and studying by night, feeling great. And then you will be like, okay, I want clients. And then what it was like, I felt like stuck because it was like, I can't find clients. I'm super terrified of resigning. Who am I to do this? My imposter scene, you know, from this big expansion of I found my purpose to the next step, which is like, okay, now we need to make it happen. And it actually took me, I would say, solid 18 months between I decided and between it actually did happen. So wow. between I said, I wanted, I'm, I'm going to resign, which is the point in the position which I was able to resign. And these 18 months, they were really like, for me, they were a big struggle because I didn't like my job by day. I felt stuck. I feel that people were controlling me. And at the same time, I wasn't able to manifest those clients. I wasn't able to get my website going. I wasn't able to figure it all out. I wasn't where I wanted to be. But what I've learned after, of course, is that like Gabby, we mentioned Gabby twice. We both met love Gabby. When yeah. the teacher is ready, the loony will show up, right? So I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to coach people. So people weren't coming. I still wow. had a little bit of learning to do because what I learned in these 18 months then became the foundation of my business. Like the struggle and the fears and the blocks that I cleared in these 18 months was all I had to get through it in order to become a coach. Like there was still work to do. All wow. my fears around money, all my, self, uh, all my self-doubt, all my low self-esteem, these were all blocks that I needed to clear if I wanted to get in front of a woman and say, hey, you need to raise your self-worth, but I had to do it first. That's so crazy. So it's, it really is, you're the definition of trust the process. Like the process, that 18 months of that journey that you, you're like, oh, I want this to happen now, but you realized you weren't ready and you had to go through more learning, more healing to get you to where you needed to be. And you're right. When the teacher is ready, the students will show up. 
It's just, you weren't ready. And your mindset, your attraction, your vibration, it was not on the level where you were attracting clients, so to speak. So yeah. Wow. And deciding on quitting your, your job and not doing it until 18 months later, and you're, you're healing fear and struggling with like different blocks and your money, money mindset. That's huge. I have a funny story about that one for me, self-doubt. And you're now teaching all the things that you learned in those 18 months. Pretty much. I mean, it does come from, um, way before that but i feel that this was the last point these 18 months was the last like healing it's a journey right so it starts when you're a kid with your trauma we all know what what, i mean we all have some sort of trauma throughout kids we all carry our story our thoughts and we heal we heal we heal and i heal to the point it's like i'm ready i want to do it i'm fully healed i want to help women full of light and love but in reality there was still a little bit of work to do there was still another bit which i wasn't able to see but it mm. was there. The pain was there. And once yeah. I cleared that, then the universe opened the doors. We're like, yeah, now you can actually truly help women. Now you know what you're talking about. Now you know your shit. Because in these, in these mm-hmm. 18 months, I healed blocks around money, blocks around like not feeling worthy, being able to receive how to listen to people, learning that it's not about me and really connecting to I was like, you know, the beginning, uh, there's a part of me that wanted to do it just for the money. Like, I just want to be free and have this amazing lifestyle that we see on the Instagram and here and there. But it truly allowed me to connect with why do I want to do this? Like, why am I truly here? I'm here to help people. I don't care about anything else. At the end of the day, I decided to do this because I want to help people. And I got closer and closer and closer with my why. And nothing else mattered. Like, nothing else was important. Oh my gosh, so much good shit right there. I don't even know where to start. So first of all, how you found your why, that's big. Like, I think the why is what drives everything, right? And especially with me doing my podcast, I don't think my why was there or my clear vision or even, you know, yeah, why? Like that. So I want to talk about your why and how you figured out your why. And then um, how do you know what you need to clear. Cause you said you cleared all these different blocks, like being able to receive. I struggle with being able to receive still even now because my mom, bless her heart, is such a nurturer and such a giver. I love that you're smiling right now. Um, and I'm worthy. That's a big one. And I, I interviewed or not interviewed, but I had a podcast episode with um, Nancy Levin. She's the boundary queen and putting yourself first and all of that. If you're familiar with her book, um, Permission to Put Yourself First. I was reading that while I was in the relationship while you were coaching me. Um, but I am worthy is what it comes down to it is what she says. So how do you know what you need to heal or clear? How do you know what's left that you need to work on? How do you figure that out? Well, of course I was on a self-development journey, so I was quite open and I was, um, I wanted to get there. Right. So I was trying to coach people how to self-develop. So I was quite already open to look at what it was there. And I was just searching for answers when I wasn't getting the results. So simple Mm as, for example, I was putting myself out there on social media and trying to build a website and I was seeing that it wasn't working out. So instead of saying, what do I need to do in terms of next team of action? I would say, okay, I know enough at this stage as a coach that if things are not working out in the outside world, 
what you need to look at is your inside world. So what is actually going on here? And I will, um, I'm quite intuitive, so I will ask for guidance. I will ask for answer to be shown. So, I, for example, I will read a book or I will find a podcast. I will do something like Spirit Junkie Masterclass and I will have Gabby Bernstein jumping on a... <laughs> on a stage saying the reason why you're not receiving money is because you're unworthy and it would be like all right i get it now this is the answer <laughs> that i was looking for you know it's just a yeah. keep keep developing keep learning and you will find your answer the universe will give you the answer you're looking for which is what happened to me i so actually when, am going through spirit junkie masterclass again right now and oh my god i, I just read you did it yeah I, I got more out of it again this time because i'm like on a new level going into it. You know what I mean? So every time you, yeah. you do it, you take something else, something different from it or something you didn't even catch the first time because you were healing certain things and then now you're healing different things. So then you're on a whole different wavelength, but you were saying something that totally cut you off. Sorry. Um, I can't really remember right now, but I think yeah. what you said, ah, it's like new like, level, new level. No, that's all right. I think that what I said is like, I was on a self-development journey. So what I was trying to do is to manifest the first client. And I remember like, what did I remember? I was working with this. Um, so I hired a marketing guy to help me build a sort of sales funnel to get my clients going. And this marketing guy was so slow. It was highly recommended. I knew that his system was working. It was so slow. I was like, oh my God, why is it taking so long? And I know that the reason why it was taking so long is because I need to heal things. I need mm. to work through things. I still have a little bit of personal journey to get through it in order to be able to get there money blocks were huge for me because I really started going, okay, when you start thinking about your, um, your own business, you realize that you don't have a safe paycheck coming in every month. And now what came through me, it was like, what if the, my fear of not being paid is actually blocking me, blocking you. Attracting yeah. me from a new client, right? So you use a tool that you're going to teach to your client and use them all on yourself. And so when a client comes to you, you're like, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've been through them all. What are some tools that you use? I use a lot of meditation and mm -hmm. a lot of emotional freedom technique, which is stuffing. Oh yeah, you had me do the tapping. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I was consistent with it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I did start taking some action a little bit. Yeah, um, I did. You just need to tap on the right thing. Um, I think tapping is amazing, and also the right meditation, which is something that I always say uh, to my client as well. Right, like when someone say go and meditate, I'm like. It's like going on Netflix and say, go and find a show. There are like one million of shows in there. I wish the one was supposed to watch. Like, oh, it's on Netflix. Like, which one? Right? Oh, I've never heard anyone put it like that, but it's so true. It's like when someone goes, oh, you should meditate. Like, okay. What does that mean? Like, I'm yeah. receiving money while I'm actually struggling with not, you know, on my feminine energy and being hyper masculine. Like, it does, I mean, at the end of the day, it all comes up to going back to the soul for sure. But which meditation you do at which point, it does a kind of as ever relevance, right? It is important yeah. to meditate yeah. on the right thing and to be guided with the right meditation at the right time. I so think a big thing is intention, having an intention on what you're meditating, like why you're meditating, what your intention is, what you need clarity on, like sitting down with 
with an intention in mind. I think that's big. Yeah. And also uh, going back to why did you find your why and your purpose during yeah. this period? I'm, I remember that I saw a course um, from Rebecca Campbell, which was discover your is called discover your cosmic blueprint, which is all mm. about understanding where your soul come from and why, um, what's the blueprint of your soul, who you are, who are you meant to be? And it's basically a journey of self-discovery, which because I was going down, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this. And mm. as I did that course, I became closer and closer and closer with my why, which is like, this is who I am. This is in my bones. This is my yeah. genetics, like helping women this is why I'm here. Like there is no any other reason. Like we all, there are some people who are here and have like a personal mission and people who have like a mission to um, develop as a person on earth, but also have the community to heal, which is like the both of us, which are called light mm -hmm. work, right? You really get right. me closer to, I'm here to help people. I'm not only yeah. here for myself. I'm not living only for me. I'm also living for others. So if I'm not fulfilling that, there is something missing inside me, which goes so deep down that the pain, there is nothing that's going to fix that pain. I just have to do it. Yeah. And then you end up living, just every day passes and you're living and experiencing the same thing. And then you see yourself like look back two years ago. Oh, I'm in the same place. I'm the same person. Next year will be the same. Like if you don't change your present, your future will look like your past. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same result. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you so you, you discovered, sorry, go ahead. I keep doing that. <laughs> No, it's okay. I wasn't really, yeah, you can, you can talk this one. <laughs> I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> no, but um, so we were talking about self-doubt and you discovering that you wanted to become a coach. And then while you were in the process of trying to become a coach, you were also dealing with these fears, like, who am I to do this? Who am I to, you know, I'm not worthy. Who's going to pay me to listen to me to coach them? Like, the imposter syndrome was real. The money block was real. Like who's going to pay me actually like for this? I struggled with the same exact things, right? And there's so much that I always knew I wanted to do. And I look back at the breadcrumbs, as you said, I have to tell you this, it's really crazy. When I was in Chicago in 2007, I stumbled upon this application for something called the truth tour. And I got picked out of thousands of people to go and be on this tour. And they put a microphone in my hand the first day. I woke up in a different city every single day with like Katy Perry on the tour. My life is so different because I took a huge risk, like quit my job to go audition. And if I didn't get it, how was I going to pay my bills? I had, a, I had rent to pay, I had a car payment, but I still took that risk. And I, I just surrendered and trusted it would work out as it would. And if I didn't get it, hey, I can always find another job because obviously I wasn't happy in that job if I was looking for a job and found that application. Like, <laughs> But anyway, so they put a microphone in my hand and that's the first time I realized that I light up when I have a microphone in my hand on a go. stage in front of people. And then later, years, like every job I've ever had, I was in front of a group of people speaking in front of them or just interviewing even um my one of a couple of my jobs were like I was interviewing people I was reading from scripts sounding like I was having a conversation but reading from a script interviewing people 
And then I found myself working for a company. So I've always been in education. So I've always been a teacher. I knew I wanted to be a teacher since I was like nine years old. So instead of teaching math and science to fifth graders and whatever, I'm now teaching how to like live life, like how to get in the game of life, like with your health, with your mindset, with your relationships, with, with getting to the point where you are living your purpose and your dreams. And you don't have to be stuck in your current situation. Like you can make a decision and get out. So I'm teaching that. And when I was in New York working for this company, I, I get offered a teaching job at a college. And guess what the class was that they gave me to teach? Public speaking. Oh, uh, there you go. I was like, the universe is trying to tell me like, hey, dumbass, what other credentials do you need for you to feel good about like being a public speaker, like motivational mm. speaking, but you know, getting your own, I have my own microphone now. Look at me. I'm talking into a freaking microphone right now. I have my, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's been guiding me that I was supposed to be doing this. And looking back, it's like, wow, the same breadcrumbs. Like when I was on Warp Tour, I had the microphone. Every job I've ever had, I was basically, I had a microphone, you know, I'm presenting, teaching. I'm still a teacher, like all these things. So whoever's listening, pay attention, look back. Where are the breadcrumbs? What things were lighting you up? What things are, are patterns or in common? that they, that it can guide you to what your why is or what your purpose is or what your calling is. You have to look back now, take a step and look back and figure out what's lined up, what's matching up, where are you being guided that you're not paying attention? Yeah. What other breadcrumbs do you have that you can share that led you to where you are right now? Um, I was in my corporate job. What happened is that, um, like I said, I had this marketing guy mm -hmm. and um, this marketing guy finished his job. So it was like, okay, like you have this sales funnel, which is going to give you client. It's up and running. Let's get going. Yeah. And however, I was terrified because it, there was a part of me that wanted to resign. The other part of me. So it was like, okay, I'm just going to stick around in the corporate job and make it like a little bit of both. Um, mm -hmm. so I can get some clients going and then I resign, you know, top of my savings. Uh, and when I feel, when I have enough and I feel safe, I'll make the leap. And guess what happened? What? My boss called me and says, your job is made redundant. And he hands me a check, which is the <laughs> amount that I was planning to save before I resigned. Oh my God, this is exactly what happened or similar to this um, with Erica Lynn, the episode I did. Um, she talks about how she wanted to quit her job and she was about to quit. And then they basically let her go and gave her a big giant severance and everything. It's like the universe was like rewarding her and you in this situation. Amazing. Yeah, most importantly, I feel that the universe was like, you did a good, like you hear what you needed to heal and you're ready to go. Like you don't need yeah. to stay here and wait. You are ready to go. And my marketing funnel was up. I'm pretty sure in the next two months, no, in the next month, I manifested my first clients and here I am. Wow. It's like the universe rewarded you for healing, for, for getting to the place where you needed to get to. And it's like, all right, level up. Like what you like, you're playing a video game and then you, you level up to the next round that's exactly what you did that's so badass i didn't know that about your story yeah. oh my gosh so fun holy crap yeah wow so what else what can you share with us how can we heal our self-doubt how can we 
change our lives? How can we be happier? How can we find our why? How can we get to our life's purpose? I feel that the third, the thing that really um, guided me through all of this was a search for happiness, like literally feeling to, instead of denying the pain, instead of denying my emotions, instead of denying what I was feeling and being in my head, just look for feeling better, just look for healing, just look for um for happiness like and once you follow that path it will lead you where you're meant to be going right you just need to search for that it's like how people say follow your bliss it's true yeah and you know that's interesting because basically what you're saying is you can feel your feelings you can honor them you you just don't this is what i always tell people too don't get stuck in them don't stay in the funk don't repeat the funk because then you're tricking your brain into thinking it's happening again right? And so when you're searching for happiness, you're actually seeking the vibration of joy. And when you find things that bring you joy and you feel joy, you're raising your vibration. Then you start to attract more things that bring you joy versus staying in the vibration of being sad or unhappy or unfulfilled. Yeah. And once you do that, you you will move forward in your path. You will move into the next thing. And the next thing, I think the people where people get stuck is that they feel better. They move into the next thing and then a new obstacle comes up and they feel like they're motivated and then they lose trust. And it's a matter Mm. of building the awareness that I always say life is in season. I always say this life is in season. So you have your spring when you plant your seed, you have your Mm -hmm. summer when the seed, you know, when everything is flourishing and you reap the rewards then you have autumn, which is about letting go. Winter, which is the phase that nobody likes to be, where it's darkness, nothing is working out, nothing is moving. But then spring comes again, and it's cycle, right? Every time you're going mm-hmm. up, even when you're in, when you're in the winter phase, everyone thinks that you're going backwards, that you're back into the pain, and they don't realize that it's part of moving forward. Mm-hmm. So even if things don't go as you expected, because they go well, and then they go bad again, like happened to me, right? I'm going to become a life coach. It's going to be amazing. And then yeah. things no yeah. clients, I couldn't take action, scared of money, move through that and go to the next level. And then it's going to be new challenges, which I had in my business after, but it's okay, because it's going to take me to the new level. Mm. New level, new devil. Yes. <laughs> Right. Because the, there's, there's the journey never ends. There's always growth. There's always improvement. There's always something to learn and heal. So yeah. how do we find what we need to heal next? How do we figure out you said meditating and all of that, but is there a way that we could just tap into realize to become more self-aware and to go, Hey, you know what, this is the thing I really need to work on. And this will move me forward. Like, how do we figure that out? I think for me, it's much more easier to explain this with a specific example. But mm-hmm. I feel that if you are in a point in your life, I would say to anyone that if you feel that you're a point in your life in which you are not getting what you want and you feel that you're stuck, really stop and look yourself around and say, what can I learn from this? Literally mm-hmm. ask your question. What, what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this experience? Where is the learning? And your learning is your obstacle. Your learning is your blocks. It's what you need to heal. It's what you need to move forward. What can I learn from this? And if I think that things are happening for me and not to me, hmm. where is this thing taking me? Yeah. That's how you I do always it. say that. 
I always say it. Everything's happening for you, not to you. It's like my tagline of my podcast. <laughs> yeah. So if that is, is that is like how things works, like what am I, what am I meant to learn? And when, once you literally ask yourself that question, even if you don't know it in the moment, in the moment that you ask the question, your consciousness opens, you open yourself to places and things that you didn't even know that they were there just because you had the courage to ask the question. So when you ask a question and then you start to look for the answer or you just have to meditate and wait for the answer, what do you think is the, the best way to see your answer? You just ask yourself the answer, see what comes up. And then I think the meditation and the tapping comes after. So you say, okay, I need to learn. You, I feel that if you like, if someone is really stuck and they can't see their answers because they never did personal development before, or I think there are different stages to go about it, but let's say, you look, what is this teaching me? I think option number one, you get an answer inside you, right? Mm -hmm. um, let's say that for me, for example, I thought uh, for a long time, I thought I had money blocks until I realized that it was a world in blocks. But because I was looking for answers and keep doing self-development things, so I will look for the next mentor and the next mentor through my journey, I found the answers. That's what and I once, kept doing too. Every time I thought I wasn't ready to start, I was staying stuck in my own fear. Oh, I'm not ready. I need this course. I need this course. I need this coach. I need that. And I was never letting myself believe that I'm ready. I'm worthy. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. I know my shit. Yeah. And then only until this year after I got out of the relationship, got in another $3,000 program. And at the end of it, I was like, I knew all of this shit already. What a waste of money. <laughs> but it's crazy because it gave me the confidence to be like, I'm ready. Because I saw what this person was doing and I was like, I could do it and I could probably do it better. It gave me the go. confidence. So that's yeah. what you that's what you were looking after. Or sometimes you could I don't think it's necessarily bad doing the next course. You kind of need to know where you're at. I think it's good to give you at least for myself, I give myself mm -hmm. a, I'm a personal development junkie. So I give myself a limit of personal development course and money that I'm going to spend throughout the year. So to not get it out of control. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so cute. I love that. You like budgeted yourself some like investing in, in, uh, cause you're, you're a personal development junkie. So you set aside money to invest I love yeah. you so much so it doesn't get out of control. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a coach, right? So I, I like to evolve and grow. Yeah. And I also, like I'm always in programs. Like I have so many things going on all at the same time and I, I can totally relate, but like the idea of setting a budget so that it doesn't get out of control because I see a program and like, Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. Oh, I want that one. Yeah. And then you don't even have enough hours in the day to do them. Exactly. So it's a kind of a way to do it in a mindfulness way. So if you are one of these people is one thing, but if you never did personal development before and you kind of want to know uh, why am I experiencing this and you can't find the answer, definitely reach out to someone and definitely ask for the help that you need. While if you're a personal development junkie, then okay, it gets to a point in which you're self-sabotaging yourself and that is a different conversation that, that we need to have. So it's kind of the finding the sweet spot in where you're at. So if you don't get your answers inside, you ask for someone and then you will find your answers. And 
a way in which I move through blocks is definitely with meditation and toppings. Once you know what you're dealing with, um, that's how you heal it. Good that's old self-sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> Good old self-sabotage. Oh my goodness. I was the queen of self-sabotage back in the day when the day was back. Oh my God. I seriously, it was like a day job for me. Self-sabotage. <laughs> where do you think that comes from why do we self-sabotage that is because your subconscious is not on board with your conscious mind right so what you're trying to do consciously you want to go there but if you haven't healed the part of you and that is still traumatized that is still hurting if you haven't healed that pain and you don't you're not in touch with the part of you she will show up and she will sabotage you mm-hmm. right you need to get all the part of you on board yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. I can, I can definitely agree. When I was in my twenties, uh, I didn't heal the part of me that was afraid of relationships. Like I didn't realize that I was afraid of relationships. So anytime one would start to fall for me, I would do something on purpose to make them not want to be with me anymore so that they would end it. And I wouldn't be the bad guy, like leaving them. But like, I was definitely afraid of love, of relationships, and I healed that part of me. And then I manifested the one that I was in when I was with you because I needed certain things that still needed healing that healed because of that relationship. And then um, it also got me on my journey to live in California, where I always said I'd end up. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Definitely. Um, it's more more healing to do. We haven't got yeah. all the part of ourselves on board and there is some um, unawareness around pattern. So it's really a matter of stopping and say, again, only one question, what can I learn from this? And why am I doing this? Like if this is happening for me and not to me, what's actually going on? What can I learn from this? I always say that too. Everything's happening for you, not to you. So when you're in a traumatic or some sort of experience that you're like, why me? Why is this happening? Oh my God. You just have to stop and reflect on, okay, first of all, acceptance. This is happening. Why is it happening? What can I learn from this? You know, what still needs to heal? There's there's so many self, self-awareness or self reflective questions to ask and then you make peace with it yeah and you do your meditation you do your tapping you use your tools and you you know you keep your energy in track Uh, i also use a lot of acupuncture i also say to my clients go and get your acupuncture fix your chakra and the emotions are in the body like the trauma is in the body get into your body how do you overcome self-doubt get out of your head get into your body Mm-hmm. Pay attention to your body, not your thoughts, not your head. But also there's a lot of wisdom in what you're thinking, because if you catch your thoughts and go, where did that come from? Why did I think that? And then you can dig deep to figure out where it came from and why you think that. And then ask yourself, is that true? Is that absolutely true? Do I really believe that? That thought I thought like when now when I look in the mirror, like back in the day, I would look in the mirror and I'd go, oh, I'm fat or even, you know, what I realized is before you even walk up in front of the mirror or before you even get on the scale, you're already thinking I'm not going to be pleased with what I see. You're already thinking that. And so then the result is what you're not pleased with what you see. 
right? So then now I, I'm aware of that. And now I intentionally go, when I go, I know I'm about to see a mirror or get on a scale. I already think, oh, I, I'm so pretty. I'm so skinny. I'm so whatever I want. And I go up in the mirror and I feel it before I look at myself. And then I feel it when I see. So that's, that's really key. And I really think that I honestly started to manifest my beauty more now than because I used to pile on the makeup. Like even right now with you, I don't have any makeup. Like granted, I have this ring light, you know, but I'm not even doing my hair. I'm not doing my makeup. I'll go out in like sweats and just like a, a regular tank top or shirt. Like I'm confident and happy with the way I look and, and I feel good because I've done the work. I've done the healing. I've stepped into like who I am and I love who I am. Whereas before I definitely didn't. Mm. So much magic comes from healing and literally, truly loving yourself, like fall in love with you, who you are as a person, you know, as a human, as a soul, like fall in love with yourself and so much magic happens. This is so true because at the end of the day, if you want to take action, if you want to follow the crumb, is the love for yourself that is going to make you do it. Like if you the search for happiness that I was talking about before, it comes from loving yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to stay stuck in pain because you don't even think that you're worthy of feeling good, right? Yeah, so the yeah. first step comes from, you know what? I'm actually deserving of feeling good. I'm actually deserving of a better lifestyle than a nine to five. I actually deserve for my dreams to be fulfilled. I love that. I deserve to feel good. I deserve for my dreams to become real. I love that. Oh my gosh, so much gold coming out of your mouth, girl. This is so good. I love this. So, okay, we talked about your acupuncture. You mentioned acupuncture. I used to do that. And I actually, my birthday's on the 30th and I'm about to, I normally take a week off and I, I like just fuck off to an island and I turn off my phone and I just go, you know, take a stack of books with me. And that's my, my birthday week by myself. Right. And you know what I realized that when I was in that relationship last year, I didn't do that. I didn't take my trip because I wanted him to come with me or I wanted, you know, I didn't want to be away from him for that long. Like there were things that needed healing clearly, because if I can't do that for myself as I normally would, and I had to include him and partly probably because of insecurity and not wanting to leave him, you know, there and who, you know, who also if you are with a partner, it's not going to willing to do that for you. And it's important. That is a sign that it's toxic. It's not the right relationship for you. Yeah. We made plans to, to do it. We were going to go to Mexico and then they fell through, but whatever. I still should have gone. I should have wanted to still go and do my own thing. And it's like, okay, we're not going to do it. I'm still going to do it because I love me, but I didn't. And instead my birthday was crap last year. <laughs> but so for this year, for my birthday, I made a list. You talked about acupuncture. This is why I'm talking about this is because I want to do Reiki. Mm-hmm. I want to get Reiki for my birthday and just pamper the hell out of myself and spend, and I took off the whole week from work and I'm going to dedicate that to just spoiling myself rotten with love and attention and spending time on all the things that are taking the backseat to my day job. Yeah, which is exactly, yeah, absolutely. Love yourself. Like, and it's so important to replenish your energy to, you know, Every, we always think that I always had this 
crazy i i think i call it crazy now but it was pretty real Mm -hmm. that talk therapy was the only therapy Mm. while in reality when we want to heal there's so many things that you can do which is like journaling meditation emotional freedom technique massages reiki spending time in nature getting a salt bath you know epsom salt and take a bath and get it out of your body all different mm-hmm. practices which gets you out of your head into your body and raise your vibration because there is no point in talking if you're so exhausted that you yeah. actually literally need to relax first and maybe get a massage or a bath and then you can maybe have a talk with someone this is so true and women don't do this they're not taking care of themselves no. and i'm speaking from my experience i started to realize that everything that i would do for myself when I was single, I would stop doing it for myself and expect the other person to do it. One of the things I learned about myself in my coaching with you when I was in that relationship was that I was not filling my own cup anymore. I was expecting him to fill my cup. And do you remember I could, I was not okay. Like if we had a fight and he gave me the silent treatment or something, we were not talking and I would not be okay. The whole day would be ruined until we were okay again. Meanwhile, he was upstairs on his computer, completely fine and normal, like going about his day. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I realized I needed to fill my own cup. And I was prior to that relationship, I was getting massages, I was doing my salt baths, I was being outside in nature, I went to the beach every single weekend. And or I'll, I'll go for walks with my dog and then I'll take my shoes off and I'll just do this whole earthing thing where you feel the soil, the vibration of the earth under in your, in between your toes. And, um, I would get acupuncture and all of that. And I stopped doing it when I get in a relationship, I realize that I lose myself and I stop focusing on me. So that is one thing I still need healing. I still need to be able to manage being an independent woman that takes such good care of herself. And because when I get involved with someone, they take the front seat. I sit in the back. I start putting them first and taking care of them the way I would take care of myself. But I no longer do that. So I know know that whoever's listening can probably relate to this because we are by nature givers, right? We, we put other people before us because we are like innately mothers, right? So we have that caring for someone gene. Mm-hmm. So what can you, so with, okay, with self-sabotage, with subconsciously like needing parts that are healing or that need healing, self-doubt, putting other people first, not putting our needs first, not taking action because we're like, oh, I can't because I have kids. I have this job. I have all these things. Yeah. That all sounds really nice. You know, I would love to quit my job and start my, you know, dream business and figure out my why and do all these things that you guys are talking about. But realistically I'm stuck and I can't figure out how I can do it. Like you probably hear these, these reasonings or this logic in your coaching with women, right? What do you tell them? Well, I tell them that I have a program and I need to get to the program. But on top of that, (laughs) it's a process, right? It's a process. So what a woman is really telling me is like, I'm not trusting myself enough. I'm scared. I'm terrified. I want to do it, but I know do not to do it. And also for sure, if someone is saying things like this, well, it's coming up for me and they're 
what is like there is still work to do there is some healing to do clearly clearly these these are fears which are talking and these fears are blocking you which is what fears do they they create a block is the only reason why you're scared to block you and i'm not surprised that you're stuck so what what do you want to do like do you want to work through this do you actually want to take a baby step and actually change your internal dialogue or you just want to keep feeding yourself because if you wait for the day in which your schedule will clear and your energy will be in alignment and the sky will smile at you and god will tell you go girl you are ready it's never gonna happen <laughs> like <laughs> that exists so oh my gosh that's good change your internal dialogue that stood out to me change your internal dialogue because i talk to women all the time about their self-talk right? Your negative self-talk is what's really keeping you stuck. And I have to tell you something. Do you, did I tell you about my sign, right? The number 44, you know, is my sign, but then also lately this year, especially since, well, since that relationship, I've been seeing flies, like very significantly a fly will show up or land on me or be somewhere that I just look. And as I'm saying this, a fly just landed on the screen like of my laptop right now as we speak. And it's been flying around here. Where the hell did this fly come from? I have no idea. So I looked up the spiritual meaning of a fly and it's like really hard to tell if it's the negative piece of it or if it's the positive piece of it or what I take from it. So like, do you have any tips for our signs and how to like figure out what are, what we're being guided to or what we're missing aside from meditation and tapping and tuning in and all of that, is there, is there like a, some sort of strategy or trick or tool that you use to know you're on the right path? Mm, that's a very good question. How do you know that you are on the right path? I feel that I do it. It's a very good question. I feel that I changed my, my mindset enough that I know that I'm always on the right path. Mm. Like there is only the right path. Mm -hmm. Like I think I got to the point in my life in which, and this is what I would say to someone who's wondering if he's, are, am I on the right path? There is only the right path. Not being on the right path doesn't exist because if you, if things happen for you, not to you, then there is only one path and the only path is the right path. But if you're on the right path, and you're, you're just keeping yourself in that. So say, say, I agree with you hundred percent. Let me just say that. And I wrote, wrote it down and I circled it and all there is only the right path. I love that so much, but think about it. If you draw a line and you go, I'm right here on this path, this is me here. Like, you know, one of those maps where you're at the zoo or somewhere and it goes, you are here. And like a, you know, amusement park or something you are here so you're on this path this is the right path this is the only path you are here but you're keeping yourself right there you're staying stuck you're not allowing yourself to continue on the path right so that's probably a good way okay, to so think about it is what i'm telling you that i feel that the universe will guide you in the right direction because you're going to get to a point in which enough is enough and you're going to take action yeah so like when is being, enough enough yeah when you get to the point in which enough is enough then you're going to take action the question is how deep in your pain are you willing to go before you take action 
Wow. How deep in your pain are you willing to go before you need to take action? God damn. That's why people fix their life after, like, you know, they, I hit him rock bottom and now I'm taking action. Like, mm. do you need to hit rock bottom every time? Or you can simply start looking at the nudges and at the sign and knowing this is the right thing. Because if you are open, if you are listening, if you are looking at your life with awareness, you get all the sign every time, every moment that you need to hear and see and feel. The question is, are you listening? Or are you going down your track? Because if you're going down your track, yes, you're going to end up in rock bottom. But you can avoid mm. that if you just start listening and you take that courageous step. You know, you do the thing which is not logical. Yes, do the thing that's not logical. You heard that? Do the thing that's not logical. <laughs> I love it. I can't tell you how many things I did that were not logical and they turned out magically, beautifully. Like, oh, it's yeah. the best thing that you can do for yourself. Taking a risk, taking scary action. If something comes your way and you're like, oh no, I can't do it. Like, just do it. Just yeah. do it. That's it. <laughs> I love that you said, do you need to hit rock bottom before you take action? Like that is so simple, but so profound at the same time, because it's really what I see in a lot of women in a lot of toxic relationships. Like, do you really need to hit rock bottom before you do something about this? Like take action right now, just do it. And when is enough enough? Like really? Yeah. Wow. So good. Oh my God. Are you like 24 seven booked out? Like you have no room for another client <laughs> or something now because you're so good. Oh my God. Like, so seriously, thank you. So tell tell me about your program that you have. That you're are you currently enrolling for it? What's going on? Yes, I'm currently enrolling for it. So I've like probably I take eight women at a time, and right now I'm enrolling, especially for 2021. Enrollments are open. Um, what is called I'm Beautiful: The Inner Journey. So what we do is go through your fears, you block your subconscious mind first. We heal all of that, and then we move into the soul and the feminine and trusting. So basically, the journey that you saw through here it's all condensed in eight weeks. So if you're struggling with self-doubt, overanalyzing, you feel stuck, you don't know where to go with your life, and you feel sad, you don't know how to manage your emotions, you know you don't know where you are, you're lost and confused. This is where you need to be. Wow. That sounds so good. I want to freaking sign up. I can't believe you only take eight women. It's that like intense and one-on-one. -on -one. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I do have group calls and one-on-one -on -one with me. So wow. I do have only, like, it's only one of me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it is a safe container for women to open up. It is a community, which I absolutely love, but um, I don't, maybe I'll bring it up to 12, 15, but I cannot go over than that at a time. Yeah, yeah. or else it would, it would be like um, spirit junkie if you took too many. You, yeah. You'd kind of be lost in the shuffle. So this is a more intensive, like, I could see the women in this having a real huge transformation because it's that intimate. That's so powerful. Wow. It is because you do talk to me every week and I also give you four one-on-one. -on -one, so I kind of direct you where you need to go and where you need to be. Plus mm -hmm. you get the content. So there is a lot going on there. That's what I was missing from the last program I was in. I wanted a one-on-one. -on -one. I think if I got a one-on-one -on -one from the begin, like in the very beginning, kind of like, hey, this is where I'm at, figure me out, 
And then in the middle, check in with me. Am I on the right path? What else do I need to do? Like self-correct, whatever. And then toward the end, like, wow, look how far you've come. Now do this and do that. Kind of like the handholding was missing. And the implementation, like put me on my path, like tell me what to do and help me figure out and, and, and whatever. So I love that you're doing that. What's your program called? I am beautiful, the inner journey. Wow. That is beautiful. It is. So needed. So needed. The inner journey. Because everything happens, everything, the magic starts to happen once you start to become self-aware and heal the inner parts that you're burying deep or that just come from your childhood and you don't even realize. Like your, your behaviors as an adult are coming from your emotions that are coming from thoughts you're having, from beliefs that you've created from when you were a kid. Yeah, and there are so, survival strategies, right? And you don't need them anymore. Yeah. So we literally spend um, solid, I think it's the first three modules on your stories, your subconscious, heal your inner child. And then we spend on self-worth, uh, feminine energy, receiving, how to balance masculine and feminine, self-love. All of this is covered. How to understand your intuition, how to connect with your emotion, how to move mm. through your blocks, how to heal your fears. That's, that's what you get. So if you want to feel empowered, if you want to trust yourself, if you want to know what's going on inside myself, if you want to feel in flow with life, that, that's what you get at the end of it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I am beautiful. <laughs> the inner journey. I love it. Very, very good. Well, I'm going to um, get the information from you and I'll link it in the show notes. So if anyone who's listening is interested in that, that would be something they can actually explore and get to work with you. So what's your Instagram? Tell us where everyone can find you. Is Ellis underscore the Bona. You can, you can probably link it as well. Yeah, I will definitely link it as well. And any last words that you want to share with anyone listening? It's been a pleasure being here. I love every chat. I feel that um, my last word is <laughs> wherever you're at, you're always on the right path. And if you feel stuck, just seek for help, right? There is someone out there. If it's not me, it's going to be you or another coach. But do not shame yourself for where you're at. Do not think that everyone out there is having fun and everyone's life is happier and you're in shade because they can tell that 99% of people are struggling. So ask for the help and you will move forward. That's so true. You know, everybody that we look at that we admire on social media and like the most beautiful person in the world, if you're looking at yourself and you're like, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm whatever, I guarantee you that the woman that you're looking up to and admiring her life looks in the mirror and thinks those exact thoughts. Yeah. Right? We all have it. It's all our inner our inner, um, our negative self-talk, right? Like we just need to master our mindset and catch our thoughts and just reframe them in the moment. That's the most powerful thing you can do is yeah. catch your thoughts in the moment and reframe them by challenging them. Like, wait, is this true? Do I really believe that? And why would I say that to myself? Because if you make a list of all the things you say to yourself and then go and say, okay, I'm going to say these to this little girl right here or to um, your sister or your mom, you wouldn't say, right? You wouldn't say the things that you say to yourself to anyone else. So why are you so mean to yourself, girl? <laughs> so true. And also I will add to that, that if you can't get there, because I found women that they can't even get there, they can't even get to a point in which they can transform their thoughts, then it's deeper. Then we need to go into the subconscious. Then we need to say, 
what there is underneath, right? Because you are amazing and you can do it, but I know there are women out there that they can't just change their thoughts. It just goes way deeper than that. And mm-hmm. if it's you, I want to say it's okay that we just need to work a little bit more and then we'll get you where you are at, which is amazing. Yeah. Becoming self-aware is the first step. Start to just notice the thoughts yeah. and, and be okay with them. Like, you know what? Wow. I thought that. And then that's not true. And then when you catch it again, you go, shut up, <laughs> shut up, you stupid thought. You're not true. And then before you know it, you stop believing it, whatever yes. it is. It's exactly it's, it just right. takes a little bit of work. That's why they call it the work. It's a little bit of work. Like, a little bit. And the work is never done. <laughs> I'm so excited for your program. And I'm so grateful that you came on to be with me and everyone who's listening. I know that this was super, super helpful, inspirational, motivational, insightful, all the beautiful things. And um, one last thing I want to ask you for ask you to share is tell me what you are the most grateful for in this very, very moment. Like, what are you feeling so joyful about in your life right now? Um, I feel like I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for where I am in my life, for the partner that I have, the life that I have, and all the things that I wanted to manifest in the past five years. I literally, I literally got them. Wow. Yeah. uh, Yay. I couldn't couldn't be more happier right now. Even though there are days in which I wonder, is this going to work? Will I find new clients, my business, and this and that? You know, the the thoughts that we all have them. But deep down, I'm very grateful for where I am in life. Yeah. Beautiful. That I loved. I I I realized like I want to either start my podcast asking people that or ending it with that because I just I want to either way I want to feel the joy you're feeling because seeing you feel the joy from reflecting on what you're grateful for it like brings up the vibration of both of us. Like yeah. And I love to celebrate women and just feel feel good with them. So I love you. Thank you so much for everything. All the time we spent coaching together, you really did help me through that very difficult decision I had to make. And I don't know that I would have left as soon as I left because I would have stayed longer probably. But yeah, because I didn't realize that it was as bad as it was. I was you know, convincing myself, making excuses, trying to stay, trying to make it work because of the story. I, I believed in the, the beginning story and, yeah. I, and I had to figure out, is that him or is this him? And that's what really, and then I, I started to look at myself and go, if I were coaching somebody and she came to me and told me all these things that I'm telling you, right? what would I do? What would I tell her to do? Yeah. And my response immediately was leave. I would absolutely 100% tell the woman to leave. 100%. No hesitation. That was my answer. There you go. And so your what... soul spoke to you and you knew what to do. You did the yeah. irrational thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know, who, to, who in their right mind as a woman would leave a man who just bought a house for them like basically man house all the things like that's the goal isn't it that's that's the goal like why would i i got to that point <laughs> the next step is he was going to be getting a ring like 
and I got, I don't know if I self-sabotaged myself out of fear of like this, the real commitment, like getting married is still very scary to me because I feel like it ties you down. And me, I like to be a free spirit to come and go and, you know, fly by the seat of my pants. Like, oh, oh yeah, this vacation, that vacation. Oh, move to another state, move to another country. Sure. I have nothing tying me down. But once you're married and you have kids, you don't have that flexibility anymore. And I think that's something I still self-sabotage out of fear of like commitment and being stuck. Mm. Since I you need that. to book a session, Rita. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I'm milking it. I think we got material right. for a session. We can record it if you want. Oh, that would be so cool, right? Like if I should do a, a, a podcast episode of me being coached live, like that would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I feel that here it is a bit of both. And there is always that question is where where is the, where is the right answer? Eh? So probably, yes, there was a fear of being close. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, you're not happy, right? There mm. were some certain elements in the relationship that I feel that that's when we kind of get stuck in our head. Like, is it my fear or is it him? There are some core things that I always say to my clients. Like, is it treating you with respect? Yes or no. Is he talking to you in a certain way? Yes or no. Does he love you? Yes or no. Is he present? Mm. Yes or no. If it's a no, 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 I get it. You have your fear, but it's still not okay. While mm. if oh, this person was perfect with you and it was only you, then I would say, yes, of course, this is your fear. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you asked me some of those questions and I actually sat him down and we talked about some of the things and it helped for the day. <laughs> but then the next day or five minutes later, it was back to the toxic shit. And I realized a lot of it was narcissistic. I didn't, I, I went to Spirit Junkie Masterclass and I posted my whole situation. I was like, and yeah, and this, I think this here we are touching into narcissism. I just feel that's probably another episode that we could do on narcissism. Yeah, for sure. 100%. We could definitely do that. All right, cool. So we're going to do maybe like an actual coaching session. That would be fun. And then do an episode on narcissists for sure. And then, oh, something you're really good at and that you are all about is the feminine energy, the mm. feminine masculine. We could do one about that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love it. You'll be like my resident life coach. I'll have you on like once a month or something with a special episode. <laughs> cool. Sure. All right. Well, Ellis, my beautiful, my, my former and soon to be present life Thanks. coach again. I loved working with you. I love this conversation. You are a force. You are a light. You are doing amazing, beautiful things. And thank you for sharing your wisdom. And I know that everyone listening got some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vibrations from you, insight from you, inspiration from you. So thank you for being here with us today. And I look forward to having you back on again. Bye. <laughs> Bye, love. How dope is she? I mean, did you hear how many times we tried to end the call and we just kept continuing to something else and something else and something else? Anyway, so I've got a ton of takeaways for you. You ready? Number one. Self-doubt is not trusting yourself and not taking that little step of action that'll give you the clarity you're looking for. Number two, to get over self-doubt, base things on your feelings and not what's in your head. Number three, instead of denying your feelings, just look for feeling better, healing, and happiness. That path will lead you to where you're meant to be going. Number four, life is in seasons, in a cycle. 
even when things aren't going your way, grow through that to the next level of you. Number five, when you're in a why me situation, ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? What can I learn from this experience? Where is the learning? That learning is your obstacle that needs healing in order to move forward. Number six, my favorite, Everything happens for you, not to you. Number seven. When you self-sabotage, it's a sign that there's healing to do. Your subconscious is not on board with your conscious mind. If you haven't healed the part of you that was traumatized or in pain, that part of you will show up and sabotage you. Number eight, turn your self-sabotage and self-doubt into self-love by trusting yourself and taking inspired action. Number nine, do the thing that's not logical. It turns out magical. I had to end on that one. That one was money. It was shmoney, baby, shmoney. Anyway, so... Um, there are a couple other things that I wanted to include in the takeaways, but I figured I would just tell you them. Um, so one thing that she said that really stood out to me was to change your internal dialogue. That negative self-talk is really fucking shit up. So we got to take control of that. And it's all about mastering your mindset, just catching those thoughts in the moment and reframing them, asking yourself, was that true? Do I really believe that? And look for evidence to prove the opposite to be true. And then the other thing was, how do you know that you're on the right path? And she said, there is only the right path. And the last thing, how deep in your pain are you willing to go before you take action? Don't wait till it gets super, super shitty for you to leave or to take action or to do the thing that you need to do. Don't get pushed out of a situation. Don't get forced out of a situation. Take charge. Be the one that does it for you without being pushed and forced to do it by the universe because you're not paying attention. And when you take action initially, you get rewarded as you've noticed in her story, my story, every story that's been shared so far in this podcast has been proving to you that when you take inspired action, when you do the scary thing and you move toward the thing that your soul is like yearning for, you get rewarded, you get hooked up, magic happens. I'm proving it to you over and over again with all of these stories. So please do it. There's clear signs happening all around you all the time. This is meant for you. You know what it is. Whatever it is for you, you know, you know, just do it and surrender and just believe that it's meant for you because if it wasn't, you wouldn't keep having the same idea over and over again. You wouldn't keep wanting to do this thing. It wouldn't keep bugging you in like just this deep yearning inside, like almost to the point where every time you think of it, it kind of hurts that you're not doing it and you really want to, but you're not. So do it and then the, t just take that first baby step and the next step will appear and the next step will appear. I can tell you from my own experience, I've been wanting to do this podcast forever, forever. Even when she was coaching me, she was trying to get me to record an episode and I wouldn't do it. Like I would make every excuse under the sun to not do it. Like I was scared. I was scared. And the secret is do it scared. Do it super scared. Just do it. I feel like I'm working for Nike or something. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, if you're interested in coaching with me or with Alice, you can find us on Instagram. I'll include everything in the show notes. I'm offering free coaching right now, so take advantage of that. If any of this is resonating with you and you're like, God, I wish I could work with Rita, guess what? You can. Yay! Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you would take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram and tag me, 
or just DM me and tell me what you loved. Rate and review the podcast. That would be amazing and super helpful. I'm eternally grateful to you for spending time here with me and listening. You could be listening to all the other content in the world, but you're here. You're here with me. And if you haven't already, join the Facebook group. The Facebook community is growing and we are like this sisterhood. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's fabulous. And don't forget to share this with somebody. If you felt like this served you in some way, I would love to know, first of all, but definitely share this. Share it, share it, share it. Share it with the world. Spread the love. Let's let's spread the healing. <laughs> Thank you again. I love you so much. Have a wonderful morning, evening, morning, afternoon. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. It's like 12-12. Oh, snap. It's 12-12. Holla.